on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, hey, one of my favorite YouTube content creators is once again up to his shenanigans, and you know I'm going to talk about it. That's right. It's not quite a straight line mission, but it's close. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Also, I'm a little annoyed at all the bad drivers that have, I've been seeing around town, and I'm going to let Kidder know what I think and hear what he has to think. Plus, we're going to talk video games. We're going to talk movies, especially the whole implosion of the MCU. It's a good time. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Work all prophecies. Enjoy time with friends. The Triple B. Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that comes to you with all of the vigor of two 30-year-olds crossing the second largest city in the UK for not using any roads for some, you know, unknown reason. Probably for the lulls. I'm your host, the living embodiment of Charlie Brown, Howard Blues, here! As always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder! How are you doing tonight? I'm wondering why anybody would think that the two of us would want to traverse something. I I did say that it was us. Uh, I, listen, I may have been watching a video or two by the Geo Wizard before I came down here. So, uh, hey, we'll be talking more about those shenanigans uh, later in the show. So, a nice tease if you will yeah yeah we'll talk about it but later but yeah get her how's it going how you doing yeah you know um i'm here i see that uh, uh we got a couple views on youtube and facebook so there's a quick plug a cheap one at that join us join us often youtube to watch the shows facebook to comment and i mean comment on youtube as well we get them there but just another fun little thing right yeah always good to see people uh tuning in watching leaving comments especially when it's a good comment that you can like you know we can banter back and forth about unlike uh earlier today kidder i junior and i were just scrolling reels on facebook looking at videos and a video came up of some otters being fed at a zoo and it, with reels now if you watch to the end like the last like third they'll put up like the top comment or a comment up so that you can read it instead of the description and the comments that came up for it was these otters should be free they're wild animals stop making them pets and i'm like it's from a zoo. It's not anybody's pet. People are dumb. <laughs> well, y'all think that uh, people would be smarter, but clearly not. And uh, it's it's videos and comments like that that make me want to drink. Which brings us, Kidder, to everybody's favorite segment on the show. What's on tap? What you having, good sir? 
I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to fire up the imaginary audience and to try and start a chant. Yeah. I, I was really hoping that people would start getting behind it. You know, you started a few times and get a couple people, and then we really got a what's on tap, what's on tap, 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 what's on on tap, what what's tap on, what's on tap, what's. With that, I'm going to penalize myself and have an, an NA <laughs> right off the get go. <clears throat> uh-huh. This is the Y3000. In the Y3000. Coke. Limited edition. Um, Coke.com. 0% alcohol by volume. 240 calories per bottle. Uh, 129% of added sugars uh, as in my 129% of my daily value. Okay. <clears throat> so there's that. It's part of the creations thing as uh, I believe I've had what this is my third on the show. Third or fourth of the, the Coke series I think. So we'll give this well, one we, a shot. Yeah, because we did space. We did I think there was one like dream. There was another Dreamland. one. Yeah, Dreamland. Yep. And then there was like Rosa. Was that one? Mm-hmm. So this is like four. Yeah. Or f- yeah, because there was an orange one too. I think. I don't know. I don't... I, I've lost count. <laughs> Smells of Coca Cola, as I would hope it would. It tastes a little like cherry Coke with blue raspberry. Co-created with artificial intelligence. Oh, boy. I'm drinking AI. Now we're we're done for. (laughs) Hmm. Oddly enough, I just like got a headache (laughs) right here the nanobots are taking over already the nanites i'm not gonna lie kidder i actually uh picked up a bottle of that while i was out in medora and gave it a try and i didn't i didn't like it so i uh and then i i failed to talk about it on the show so you know that's a now's your chance I, I mean, I, I'm gonna I give don't this remember. like a three because it's I cold. See, yeah, see, and I would have given it a two. It is. It's probably been my least favorite of all of the Coke creations we've had on this show. I yeah. Space not is still my favorite. It. Yeah, mm. not loving it. In fact, I'll be right back. You uh, you carry on. Oh, I need oh. you to stall and give some cheap plugs. What? Oh, I can give cheap plugs. That, that, that's fine. I, I just, I, I didn't want to ruin what I'm doing on tap because you'll get a kick out of it. So okay, I, okay, I, I, I'm I'm gonna go um offload this and uh, I need some some plugs that are super cheap. Okay. Okay. Well, they're coming from me, so you know they're like bargain bin. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as Kidder goes to offload that. 
Coke that he has decided he doesn't like, he doesn't enjoy. Let me tell you about something you will enjoy, and that is our merch. That's right. We have our very own Triple B merch, and you can get it from our website, beerbluesandbs.com. Actually, it's just beerbluesbs.com. I told you this would be bargain barrel. But right there, up at the top, you click on the merch button and get yourself some merch, whether it's a pint glass, a T-shirt, a sweatshirt, shower curtain for some reason. We have merch with a lot of great slogans, sayings from the show, inside jokes, and just things to make you, uh, you know, feel feel better about what's going on, you know? Like my classic, it's been a week. You can get that on a t-shirt or a bike glass. It's great. You can also find our merch over at Streamlabs. It's also a spot where uh, we have a few things up, but it's also a place where you can donate to the show. You can even become a subscriber in case you want to do that for some reason. Uh, you know, Kidder would tell you that, you know, it costs, what, $120 a month? For us to put this production on, and so your subscription of simply a dollar a month easily brings that down to a nice 119, far more affordable. We appreciate That's it. That's not even counting the beer cost. I, hey, hey, listen, man, you asked for cheap plugs. <laughs> and uh, hey, how cheap back. are they? Uh, so cheap, they're not good. Uh, and uh, with that, hey, Kidder's back. So, so, <clears throat> yeah. so, so, so Kidder, are you switching out to something else? or? Uh... Yeah, yeah. But since I was able to intro mine and then take care of it, uh, you clearly need to go. I've had some vocal lubrication. So go ahead. Conduct uh, your all right. on tap. Well, uh, Kidder... Uh, I'm just going to say, I, I laughed that your your first drink was uh, a non-alcoholic because uh, this week is the week that our episode with Lane came out, and we both know that this segment is like the only segment that Lane watches, and it's for our beer reviews. And uh, Kinner, I also am having an NA. I am having a uh, Sprecher root beer. Yes, a fire-brewed uh root beer craft soda made with honey uh you know handcrafted gluten-free caffeine free and other you know Nothing various yeah <laughs> is that the save big money special it, it is because uh i was at menards <laughs> which uh oh hey. there it is there it is he's saving big money uh, teaser for another Please. topic later in the show. Uh, Please sponsor us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I get her. I I'll I'll tell you. You know, I've been keeping everybody up to date uh, with my health stuff. Uh, Monday, I had my stress test, and uh, that went fine. Everything seems to have come back okay, uh, from what I'm able to see. Of course, the radiologist and my doctor will look at and. They might know something more than what I can get off of looking off my chart. Uh, but uh, I also finished up this week my round of high-dose steroids uh, that my neurologist put me on. And uh, really, Kinder, since Thursday, I have been in just incredible amounts of pain. Lefty's hope is that I'm just kind of withdrawing from the steroids. Uh, but because I've been in so much pain, I'm not drinking because 
Eh, I'm taking other things. Uh, so what I have here, bottle of root beer. I also have the Howard's Cave of Wonder glass already pre-filled with a fine vanilla ice cream. And, Is uh, that I'm the, the regular variety or the New York variety for a little extra punch? I believe it's just the classic vanilla. Oh, man. Hey, listen, you know, don't want to get too wild on this segment. Yeah. And uh, yes, I'll be I'll be enjoying a nice cold root beer float uh, through the course of the evening. And uh, hopefully I'll I'll make it through. Um, things might get a little squirmy the later we go on this. But that's what I'm having. Um, I, I would much prefer to have a nice uh, cold beer. Uh, after today, but got to take care of myself, guys, and uh, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. So, yeah. So, I now that we have thoroughly disappointed Lane, and he's probably tuned out. I mean, he he <laughs> didn't even get to this part. He saw it and he skipped the rest, <laughs> or he turns turn it off. <clears throat> yeah, what's I your, mean, is it? What's your review? We we need just the root oh. beer. And then we need the root beer float because those are two beverages. Ah, well, I, I, I see, man, we're, we're hitting what's on tap. Uh, heavy, uh, the, the Sprecher. And I think that's how you say it. If, if I'm wrong, Hey, put a comment, let me know. Um, good root beer. It's a decent root beer. It's not as, as not as good as like a 1919 root beer, but I like it better than barks. Um, so just a, a, a good, Decent uh, root beer. I'd probably rate it like a 3.5. And then uh, in root beer float, I'd bump it up to a four. I'd, 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 I'd push it up to a four. So there, some ratings. So there. Now that I'm two drinks in, Kidder, apparently, what are you having for what's on tap round two? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I guess this is my second drink. Uh, I saw this one in the Build-A-Beer cabinet, and so I guess I will give this a go. It is from the Blackleg Ranch Brewing Company, located in McKinsey, North Dakota, just up the road from old Bismarck here. This uses North Dakota grain artesian well water. It's a 4.2% alcohol, uh, alcohol by volume, 12 fluid ounces in the old can. <clears throat> now, quick story first about the ranch, if you will. Homesteaded in 1882, Black Leg Ranch is a sixth-generation family-owned cattle and bison ranch, home to abundant grasslands just off the mighty mow. We pride ourselves in honoring our rich Western history and traditions of the past while working hard to regenerate and diversify our operation, creating opportunities and new traditions for future generations. Blacklegranch.com. And they do say Missouri River. I just like to say the Mighty Mo because, you know, as we are here in North Dakota with the old Missouri River. <clears throat> so I was going to, I should have had this last week because North Dakota State University Bison lost. Uh, I just checked and they ended up winning today. So I guess it is what it is, but it is a Bison Light 
bolting light lager. And I thought you would get a kick out of the design uh, on the front with the, you know, lightning-esque filled smoke cloud and the bison design there. I figured you'd get a kick out of that. So that's Mm. why multiple reasons why I chose this. So, 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 Kidder, I'm just going to tell you, uh, both the local geek and myself have had the regular bison beer, not the bison light, but we've had the regular bison on the show. Uh, he had it back on episode 94, and he gave the comment, I liked the 1882 better, but it isn't bad. Uh, I had it on episode 95, where I said... It's got a real thick taste for a lager, and I don't know if I'm a fan of that aftertaste. So that was our take on the regular. So now we get to find out, how's the bison light? <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm happy to be that guy. Let's also hope that uh, we can channel a little bit of extra here as the abs are on the power play. So just looking at the color in the can, it does have a very light color to it, as one would expect from a light beer. The aroma coming off it, uh, similar to a grain belt, almost, in the the aroma. So if you obviously know what a grain belt smells like, then and you know what this smells like. There's the, the golden part. The um, the wheat hops there, mm-hmm. not like hoppy, but more wheaty. <laughs> I feel like I need to chew, but there's nothing to chew. Hmm. And it, I'm hoping that it grows on me a little bit. I think it's trying to be a grain belt. <clears throat> I think is what that's what it's go, what they're going for. Just just my feeling on it. So yeah, I'll give it a solid three point zero zero two eight three. Hmm. Not a bad rating. Not a bad rating. Yeah, middle of the pack. Yeah, yeah, average. It's good. Well. Listen, you put the game on while I'm here. <clears throat> yeah. Put the rally cap mode on in full effect here. Hmm. <clears throat> well, I, I know that would be more of this. <laughs> Gotta get the rally <laughs> cap mode going, but doesn't work for this hat. Yeah. Well. So, uh, Kidder, uh, it, it was hinted at uh, that I was at Menards. Save big I'm, money at Menards. Yeah. Uh, so, finally, it happened this weekend. Uh, Replace the sump pump down here in my basement. I did not receive a phone call or a text. That's okay. I uh, I was joined by my dad. Uh, he came over. 
and uh, truthfully, like, it's not that I didn't think I could could get to the pump taking care of myself. It's just sometimes nice to have an extra set of hands. Very um, much so. Wish and, I had that when I did mine. Yeah, just just to have somebody who can help grab things, hold things, help figure out things, bounce ideas off of stuff. Uh, plus, he brought my mom over, so she helped watch the kids. Um, although Junior came down and helped. He was a great helper. Uh, it was a lot of fun. He was he was really excited because the, the new pump that I bought was green, and he's really into green. So he was really excited that we got a green pump. Although now it's in a hole and he's never going to see it again. Um, that was that was that eight to ten years probably. Yeah, probably when I have to replace it the again. Um, overall, it, it went smooth. I did have to make three trips to Menards, so that you know that's how you know it's a good project because uh, we went yesterday to buy the pump um, and got that, and the kids were with, and so. There wasn't time to like, oh, pick up the accessories or any of that. So we just got the pump. And so Junior and I went this morning after I, I did some looking to go, okay, what do I need? Okay, I, I it's this size pipe that's coming out. I'm going to need a coupler. I'm going to need, you know, just, you know, there's like a couple of things that I, was, I had to pick up. So we went, we did that. And then my, uh, <clears throat> my dad came over and uh we we opened up the sump started uh you know getting stuff ready to, to come out and all of that we got the uh we got the old pump disconnected uh not quite out yet but we had it disconnected but like, great and of course my sump has a backup and we were taught as we were kind of talking about like what what the steps were you know it's like well okay well that's the backup pump you know we you know we're gonna have to turn that off because if that goes off you know it's gonna flood back down the pipe and we're gonna have a water mess so yeah we need to take care of that and we're going through okay we need to do this and this and working out the steps and all of that and got a little carried away and uh <clears throat> backup pump may have gone off so <laughs> may have had a Listen, I'm the living embodiment of Charlie, Charlie Brown. You knew this wasn't going to go well. <laughs> so, I mean, I would have unplugged it, but carry on. <laughs> well, uh, no, no, no. See, because here's the great thing. The guy who owned my place before put in several fail safes. So not only is the backup pump not just plugged in, it's got a battery backup. So I literally, as water is shooting out, my dad is trying to contain the water. I'm having to open the battery and disconnect the battery. It It's a pretty robust system. We, we, we got it. It was actually a fairly minimal mess because thankfully, like we had only had it off in one spot. So he was able to line it up. And so the majority of the water went back down the old pump pipe and back into the into the sump. But it was just a little intense, a little intense. Um, I will say, uh, because the guy who put in the sump, uh, the previous owner did such a robust job, we did have to cut like part of the piping to get the old pump out, um, which Junior, for as great as he did the whole time, when we had to start cutting the PVC so we could get the old pump out, 
he actually broke down in tears because we were breaking it. He was just so upset that we, you're breaking it. It's like, buddy, we have to. <laughs> He's just such a sweet kid. Um, but uh, once we got it out, we realized I didn't have the PVC pipe connector to connect PVC to the actual pump. So that was the third trip to Menards to go get that. And uh, we got it in, got it up, got it running. It's running smoothly. The backup pump is once again reinstalled and all of that. Um, they got everything cleaned up. It's looking good down here. And, uh, you know, because of everything else I'm going through, I gutted through all of the pain doing that. And I spent the rest of the day basically unable to move because <clears throat> I overdid it. So it's been a, been a good day been a good day kidders tuned out of this story like five minutes ago and it's watching the apps play. <laughs> no i'm actually listening i know it's just i could make but the it joke. says my internet connection's unstable recently poor mm. and then it asked me if it was helpful and i said no because <laughs> it shouldn't be unstable why is this unstable it's like your sump pump. No, oh. which now works fantastic. So, um, I tested it out. Oh yeah, it's been running. It's been running. It's uh, it's going well. I even impressed uh, impressed my dad with a couple of things because you know he's the engineer of the two of us, and I am not the most mechanically inclined, but like. He was he was really excited when um because he was trying to figure out like oh we're gonna cut this and this and how are we gonna do this? We're gonna lose the we're gonna lose the check valve. And I'm like, well, I, I bought a new check valve because in all my reading it said, you know, when you replace the pump, you should just replace the check valve. And so I bought a check valve. And so he's like, Oh, that's great. Cause he was like, Oh man, we're how are we gonna save this? And it's like, great, now we can just throw this old part away. It's like woohoo. Uh, and then the other one was once we got it going. Uh, we had a we had a little bit of an issue with the the new pump constantly running. We figured out that it was one of the cords got a little caught on the float and was causing it. But so we fixed that. But then, um, you know, as 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 we were trying to figure that out, he he tried it, you know, because he was testing just to make sure that the float was free. And he's like, "Man, it seems to go off if you if it only goes up half an inch." He goes, "That thing's going to run all the time." and so we were looking to see in the instructions, is there an adjustment for the float and all of that? And I'm like, well, it looks like on the box, like it's, there's the potential that you could adjust like the float. So I reached in and I could move the float all the way. Well, when he tested it, he reached in, he grabbed the rod that the float attaches to. So yeah, you move that only half an inch, it goes off. But if you actually move the float, it, it'll go up several inches. And so it was fine, but he's like, He's like, hey, you're right for once. I'm like, thanks. It happens every now and yeah. then. So just once, right? Just once. That was I got I got my hey, it's it's a compliment from my dad. I'll take it. Yeah. Put it on the calendar. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I got my one for the year. Waited till November, but I got it. <laughs> so yeah. That was that was the excitement of my day, kidder. 
uh, was was replacing the sump and then basically spending the rest of the day recovering and uh, still not doing great. But <clears throat> I'm here. Get her. I hey, listen. I, I while I was uh, spending some time on the couch, I happened to notice. I, uh, you know, you got out of the house and uh, went and maybe enjoyed some entertainment this week. I did. I thought about waiting to say, what did you do? <laughs> and that I wasn't going to do that. Uh, yes. On Wednesday, the rock show came to Bismarck. And it wasn't just the rock shows, a rock show featuring Theory of a Dead Man, Skillet, and Saint Asonia. Brought me back to when uh, I would drag you to a bunch of shows. And you'd be like, okay. <laughs> no, maybe a song or two, but, you know, it's all good. So, hey. I've I, seen I, all three of the bands before. Happy to see them again, and I would still see them yet again. I, I was just going to say, uh, I've seen Skillet. I think that's the only one out of that group that I've seen, and I think it was with you. Uh, but I was going to say, I, I always appreciated you taking me to the show. I never expected it. You know, it's... I like to I like to maybe pride myself on being one of your friends who wasn't like, oh, Kidder works at the rock station. I'm gonna hit him up for free tickets. It was more of like you would say, Hey, wanna go to the show? Sure. All right. You know, and it's like, okay, this is a it's a nice treat, but it, it's not expected or usually asked for. It was more of just an excuse to go hang out with you. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, mm -hmm. thank you for all the shows and uh so greatly appreciated, but never expected. <clears throat> Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm I'm happy to have you clarify that information. And yes, that's exactly what we would do. Plus, you know, you could take photos and stuff, and I trust you with my camera. <laughs> that helps. Uh, but but yeah, uh, I think we. Well, here's the other thing, because remember we went to to Fargo and we saw Three Days Grace with a few other bands. Adam Gontier, the lead singer at the time that we saw Three Days Grace, now sings for St. Tessonia. They for he and some other uh, individuals, including uh, two others in the band. Uh, well, everybody else is from other bands. They all got together. But <clears throat> two of the other individuals you have seen as well when we were at uh, Art of Dying. I think you were at that show here in uh, Mandan. Uh, it was an acoustic show. Very mm -hmm. possible. But they're very good. But we saw Three Days Grace. And so you've seen Adam in concert before. <clears throat> And fun fact that I have interviewed Mike Mushock, who is one of the or the guitarist, I guess, main guitarist in St. Tessonia when he was playing with Jason Newstead, who I also interviewed in Jason Newstead's band Newstead back in 2014 on my birthday. That was fun. 
uh, of course, old Metallica time. And then also interviewed Tyler McConnelly of Theory of a Dead Man before they played in 2014 in Minot. Good stuff. Yeah. So good show overall. Was it uh, enjoyable? Very good. Yes. I, uh, you know, you know me, I like to hang out at the best place in the venue aside from backstage. And that is next to the soundboard <laughs> because why they make it sound the best at the soundboard. So there's a, a pro tip for you. If you want really good sounding concert, find the sound booth. So, uh, I don't think, uh, skillet had the best show that I have seen, but it was still very good. And, uh, I think the clear winner for me was St. Azonia opening. Hmm. Although theory of a dead man still put on a good show as well. Yeah. Hmm. I had a follow-up question and now I forgot what it was. Ah, it was a good one, too. It was a good one. Anyway, we'll see if it comes back. But uh, no, yeah, good to see that you were. Uh, oh, I remember what I was uh, looking at your 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 post, Kidder, on, on Facebook. It looked like this was a, a smaller like I know it was at the Bismarck Advance Center, but it looked like they had it set up for like a smaller show. Like it wasn't the full like arena it, it looked like it was a like half the arena maybe or like uh, you know maybe a third of the arena mm -hmm. is that is that accurate in that that this was a smaller not quite the big show that <clears throat> normally we'd see yeah it, <clears throat> it it was their their half arena show set up so it's where they set up the stage primarily along one half of the arena, curtain it all off, and then have it facing the bleachers and everything on the other side versus setting it at, like, the north end or the south end of the arena and then having it open around. Uh, sound was pretty good because they had all bunched the curtains up, which helps kill a lot of the reverb. But, again, next to the sound booth. Uh, was, were there a lot of people there? Or was it kind of yes. uh, okay? Mm -hmm. I, I a lot of people on the floor, so the floor was pretty full. And then in the stands, the first you know lower bowl section, if you will, is uh, you are familiar with the uh, the old Ralph terminology uh, was pretty full, and then beyond that, it was about half. <clears throat> so I don't think it was anywhere near sold out, unfortunately. But uh, there were uh, quite a few people. In attendance yeah i i would i would have to expect that it's hard to sell out a wednesday show you know it is not the same as a you know a friday or saturday night when people really want to go out and they don't have work the next day and kids don't have school so i i, I could imagine it's harder to sell out a wednesday show but i you know that's just me speculating as armchair concert promoter apparently i mean yeah i could i could see that but on the flip side 
<clears throat> because we are not Minneapolis. We're not Phoenix. We have to take shows when we can, because on a Friday, Saturday night show, even a Thursday night show, you're talking bigger bucks. So to get the shows between the shows, we're kind of the flyover area. They stop here, pick up some money, and the promoters potentially pay half of what they would pay for like a Friday night show because they're already going from here to here. Add another show. Good to go. I mean, I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I was just just speculating <laughs> and such. Well, well, no, I'm glad you got to go to the show. Glad that you had a good time. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Always good to get live music in the area, whether you go or not. <clears throat> so I love it. You know I love it. Love it. Oh, I know you. More I know concert. you. Love it. I I I'm one who will be like, yeah, great that they're coming here and people can go out and enjoy it, but uh, you're you're more than likely not going to see me yet. <laughs> Sorry, I got kids, man. They're expensive. You just wait. You just wait. I'm gonna get you there. You just wait. Yeah. Yeah. Uh hey, speaking of getting people there or from point A to point B, uh Kidder, I had to go to Medora this week, even though I was supposed to be back. Like this was supposed to be week one of Howard back from Medora. And uh I had to go Wednesday because we were dealing with uh putting Wi-Fi access points and security uh, cameras and such into the chateau to better secure it and also to make it able to accommodate some of the virtual programming and such that we want to do. So I had to go out and help make decisions about where stuff went and all that. But uh, at roughly 8 o'clock Wednesday morning, me and our architect project manager, we're on our way to Medora. We're coming up north on State Street. We get to our turn to turn onto the interstate. And Kidder, I, I kid you not, there are, you know, the line of cars does not just go into the intersection, but people going on the cross have turned in and have blocked. Like we had like a, a like, we squeezed through to get through, but like they almost had the whole thing blocked off. And it started a conversation between me and our architect project manager, Tom, about how like the drivers on State Street, since they started that construction, have just gotten terrible. Have you have you noticed this this increase you, in bad? Were you the one who posted on the the big gossip Facebook page with a photo? about state street travel. Were you the one who started all this? I was not, but I agree fully with that person. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad up there and uh, a lot of it is because, you know, they've taken forever to put up the lights, forever to fix the road, forever to do this, forever to do that. And, of course, all along the way, not working at night. Because, you know, when there's minimal traffic, why would you want to work then? And have all of the, the stoplights fixed 
you know, when it's still 60 degrees at night, not 40 in the middle of the day. I'm talking, of course, about when it was warm for those who didn't catch on. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just to me, it's, it's crazy how that's got, but that's not like the only bad drivers I had this week. I, I honestly, it was later that day coming home. I'm going up, uh, Washington. I believe it was Washington. Yeah, I think it was Washington. And I, I kid you not. I had like, I, I was turning, going to turn left. I couldn't quite get into my, to my turn because I had not one, but two drivers come driving down the turn lane. So for those who aren't familiar with, with Bismarck streets, Washington is technically, uh, especially on the North end, it's a five lane, two lanes in each direction and a middle turn lane. And I had two drivers who just came rip roaring down the middle turn lane, not because they were moving to turn, but just so that they could pass people. Like, and I almost got hit by a third kidder as I was pulling into my left-hand turn lane so I could turn off of Washington into my neighborhood because somebody else started doing the same crap. Like, they started making the move, and they're like, oh, crap, no, somebody's actually there. What the frick is wrong with people these days? This was, like, the worst driving I've seen this week. I, ugh. Yeah, it's, it's no, no care. For anybody else and self-importance that what they're doing is more important than what anybody else is doing. I see it all the time too around town and I, I'm just sitting there going. Nothing you knew really aside from save yourself. It's terrible. It's it, like it is a drink. It, it, well, well, let me let me before we transition to what's on tap round three. <coughs> I, I got a question because because Tom and I had this conversation as we were were driving, and uh, I, I thought you should weigh in on it. <laughs> okay, because because of some of your connections and knowledge and and all of that. But as we were driving, talking about the bad drivers on State Street. Uh, you know, Tom raised the question about law enforcement because, you know, everybody's complaining about the bad drivers. It's like, where's the police? And he said, what do you think it is? Are are the police just more concerned with, you know, like just getting drugs or like the, the big crimes taken care of, you know, or or do they really care about traffic control? And, and what I said, so this was my take based off of knowledge I've had, was that basically that Bismarck was so short-staffed that the police are so busy dealing with all of the calls that they kind of have to ignore the traffic side unless you do something really blatant. But that was my theory. And I, as I said, I know you have some knowledge, some contacts, some things like that. I thought I would see what what is your take on that question about 
kind of law enforcement and traffic control in Bismarck? Well, I just wanted to take a moment, collect my thoughts before I threw out the answer. Uh, <laughs> so, <clears throat> yes, uh, there is a lot of that, whether it's uh, the understaffing portion or the not enough officer positions available as well as a combination. Those are two big things uh, impacting police departments across the country. Uh, a lot of departments can't find people to hire, to fill open positions. And then there are other departments that don't have enough positions as in what their population demands. There's uh, a formula that's put out uh, by a national organization, does studying and basically determines when you have this amount of population, like you have 5,000 people in your city, you need this many officers. And <clears throat> sometimes cities don't care and they do what they uh, uninformed people in charge think is right and is acceptable. And then obviously, like I mentioned, you have other departments who can't keep people because of department policies or individuals within the department who think they're better than other people and then uh, end up, you know, pushing people out or getting them fired, whatever the case is. And then uh, mass exodus, potentially, and other things. I mean, there, there's so many things from just the simplicity of not enough positions or not able to fill open positions because of not uh, candidates aren't qualified enough to fill those positions. And around here, generally, there are open positions uh, as they are still continually trying to find qualified people to come on board, work for the department, and actually want to stay. But you have to ask yourself, why would a department of over 120 sworn officers have a full turnover within less than eight years? Over 120 new officers in eight years. And it, it begs the question, right? Why? Yeah. Well, and I think most uh, most people don't, like, we don't, like, I, I couldn't tell you. If I, I didn't have, you know, some of the connections that I have, mostly through you, to law enforcement because of your connections, like, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know any of this. To me, it's like, oh, yeah, we have, we have police. We, I see them driving around. You wouldn't know about all of the turnover. You wouldn't know about the shortages at times. So it's, I think for most people, it's a, it's an almost an unknown or undiscussed issue. And I think if you're someone like myself who gets upset because you see people running red lights all the time and there's never a cop there to pull somebody over and, you know, maybe knock off some of these bad habits, there's a reason behind it. And it's just, not just, 
hey, dumb luck. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, if you ever see an officer and they're at an intersection and somebody does something blatantly stupid, like running through a red light that's been clearly red for, you know, a minute and the other light turns green already, they're likely on their way to deal with something else. And it's more severe than somebody who just almost T-boned a bunch of cars. So think about that when you're sitting at a light. So more police, yeah, would be good. Better pay, better benefits would be good. Help find and retain good people. That would be good. Um, better policies and better equipment, better training. I know it all costs money, but, you know, uh, that's a huge part of it just from the department end of things. <clears throat> and then you want to go the other end of it, too. Harsher penalties would help deter. And ultimately, and I'm, I'm trying to not get into the political because we don't want to talk political, but ultimately, it's the lawmakers who make these laws who don't want to raise the fines because they don't want to get caught doing that thing and have to pay hundreds of dollars in citations. So if you run a stoplight in North Dakota, it's $40. Unless you're in a city and then they can raise it up 100% and then it's $80. Okay, so Bismarck, Fargo, Jamestown, etc., $80 citation, okay? <clears throat> uh, tinted windows. So you have too much tint on your windows on the, the front or, or the uh, you add extra tint on the front of it itself. $20 or $40, respectively. I happen to be watching On Patrol Live, and one of the deputies in Florida... Was it stopped a vehicle for tint and <clears throat> gave a warning and said, Yep, if uh, you don't take this off, it'll be $482 or something like that. It was over $400 anyway for the same violation, just in a different state. So you think about it. What would make you, aside from like running into somebody and killing somebody, what would make you go, Hey, I should not push that and run that red light. Oh man, I'm going to get a $500 ticket for running a red light. Like I can't afford that. Maybe I should slow down earlier and drive more carefully. Right? Yeah. I mean, you would think that thought. most pe people would look at it as, hmm, if I run this red light and I T-bone somebody, then I'm going to have to buy a new car and that's going to be expensive, but People don't think that way. I don't think I don't think people care because insurance will cover it. Mm -hmm. If they have insurance. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate I appreciate the uh the the take on it, Kidder, because that was as I said, it was a it was a good part of our conversation as we went out to Medora. And uh hey, you're out. And uh I poured the last of my uh, my root beer into my cup. So uh I guess it's time for everybody's third favorite segment of the show. What's on tap? Round three. Drink. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm still technically on my second. 
<laughs> Add another scoop of ice cream, then you'll be fine. Uh, let's see here. Well, I've had this before, so I might as well uh, try and clear this here out. So, Fargo Brewing Company's or Fargo Original Lager Beer. And again, just a refresher for those who haven't seen it. It's 5.1% alcohol by volume and 17 IBUs in a 12 fluid ounce can. Cheers. Once I can open it up. <laughs> no. Cheers. Mm -hmm. All right, there's that goldeny flavor. That's really what that one was missing. Extra little golden taste to it. Wow. So, I get her. I, uh, you know, looking at the run sheet, apparently you did something today. I did. <laughs> I, I know that that seems like that's something we would have hit right off the top, but you know what? We're playing a little bit of fruit basket upset here today. We're jumping all around this damn run sheet. So, Kidder, what'd you do today? I mean, nobody knows what we're talking about anyway. So, <laughs> it's like the insider baseball, right? Uh, you're going to love this. I fired up my Xbox. Partially because I had to pay the uh, year subscription yesterday. <laughs> or two days ago. So that, that was that. Uh, did that, and uh, and then saw that I had eight updates for games. <clears throat> the highest was a 70 gig update, and then the, the lowest was a 24 gig. Yikes. So I just let it do its thing, and I watched something else for a while. But I came back. And I played Battlefield 2042. Whoa. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. I should have... Uh, I just got chills from it. Just just, just got chills. But I, uh, I think I should have uh, streamed it because it was that big of a, a momentous occasion. Uh, first match, creamed the other team. Just smoked them. I even... I didn't get in the top five, but I set uh, or had three of the highest for the game of like points for the game, assists for the game, and and uh, something else. But that was great. So I'm like, well, fine. I'll play another one. I should have stopped. <laughs> the game knew that I had such a good game that it put me on the most. Oh, it. Uh, well, I'm going to turn that off now. Come on, Georgiev. Terrible. We're just going to turn that off. And look at that. The weather's pretty nice. And uh, the KRD and Eyewitness Weather Now 24 hour stream. Um, yeah. I was on such a garbage team that. Um, I, I almost don't even have words. I, I think I had the second highest 
kills in the game with 16. <laughs> and you know battlefield maps, they're they're large and it's supposed to yeah. be like a 24 player game. Mhm. Mm and mm -hmm. now they've introduced the the like bots. So they the the current or the mapped style I was playing, whatever the crap it's called, was uh, is a brand new one as of the this recording, where you take over a section of the map and it's generating these synthetic bots, and they go out and they fight people, you know. Because they're now your team, so you get extra people to go out and kill the other team. And they're they're kind of hard to kill. They're they're not like super hard to kill, but uh, you know they are synthetic, and so you kind of got to headshot them just to get rid of them. But if you don't, and there's usually four to six of them in a pack running at you, so you're sitting there trying to take them all out. It doesn't really work. And then all of a sudden it cuts to the cutscene, and then they're like whacking you with a hatchet and shocking you with a giant like cattle prod. Yeah. In interesting. Interesting. When you said bots, I was thinking more of like the, uh, the old perfect dot, dark, perfect dot, uh, perfect dark bots, you know, where, Hey, we can't fill the match with actual people. So here you can put, you know, put some computer, you know, lead players out there so you can have bigger matches and all that. That's what I was thinking you meant by bots, but no, you, you meant actual killer robots. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting. No, they, they just don't fill your team. <laughs> if you don't have people. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, oh. you know? <laughs> you know, because then, like, we could play, like, Call of Duty and just, like, just us, you know? And just have, like, an AI team that we play against that's not going to do cheesy, you know... You know, all of just the cheese that you get when you play like Call of Duty and such. Be like an actual. Oh, like, you mean oh. all the cheating? Well, I was trying to be nice about it, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I don't give a what. Bunch of I know cheaters. So funny thing, uh, as as you remember, we we would play, uh, attempt to play, and sometimes Tanner would join us. Uh, let's see. What does he go? He's going by the pseudo fuse these days, but before he was Leroy Jenkins for a while. <clears throat> and he sent me a video and this was last week during part of the final beta testing of the multiplayer for modern warfare three, which was released yesterday. And it showed a dude just, just going to town, killing this guy. And you see all the hit markers, you know, like we always would. And then suddenly the guy dies. Like, not the one he, he was shooting at. He dies. And the caption was, the game is already broken. <clears throat> like, no, it hasn't 
just been broken. It's been broken for six plus years. Like, get with it, EA. Yeah. The sad thing is that there there is so much cheating and such that does happen. You know, whether it's people hacking the game or using aim bots or all of those sorts of kind of mods or people just doing stuff that is just like, Ugh. and I, I, I get, you know, it's a game and people should enjoy it as just a game and it's okay to be somewhat competitive and want to win. But at the same time, it's just a game. And if you have to cheat to win or to have a, a good KD record, meh. <laughs> You, you need you need something more in life. I, I'm just gonna say that now. Go go get some kids. You know, find something else fulfilling in life. I mean, that was nice. I uh, I mean, truthfully, it's 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 all of like the playing in like lobbies like that. Why I don't feel like the need to go out and like get the newest call of duty because i'm like ah, i'm gonna have to deal with people like that and i've had times where we've played where i'm like yeah this just isn't fun and uh you know i play games for fun i i am not a competitive player um truthfully like when we play sure it's great when we win as a team but like i don't care if i'm not the top guy on the you know scoreboard I don't care, you know, if I, you know, it, I, I, you know, if we win or lose, I just, I just trying to have fun, trying to do the best I can do with it. But that's, that's me. I'm a very non-competitive player. I just get frustrated when it's like, I don't even get to play the game. I'm spawn dead, spawn dead. Or like my problem with battlefield spawn. Well, I'm going to take the next three minutes to run across the map to where the action's happening. <laughs> like, that's just, I don't know. That's not fun for me. So, and Which was the last King, one that we got to Battlefield? Uh, Five. yeah. I think that's the last one because I, I did pick up Modern Warfare 2 because we were playing that. You but got, I, you got Modern I, Warfare 2? Or was it just Modern Warfare? I think it was just Modern Warfare. See, look, this is how far out it is. I don't even remember which one I have. <laughs> so if you, I, if you got Modern Warfare 2, the new one, as no. in like last year's Modern Warfare, then, then I would be super shocked because I didn't get that. If you think you got it, a game like that before I did, I, I mean, all hell's breaking loose. The universe is imploding. Like we're done. This the multiverse is unraveling. Yeah, it, it it probably was just modern warfare. Now that I think about, listen, this is how often I play. Like I don't even remember the name of the game. <laughs> it seems, um, I forget where my point was, but anyway. I, <laughs> I'm just a very casual player at this point, and that's I, I'm okay with that in my life. Uh, it's not 
not the thing for me these days. And I just, you know, yeah. Kidder, I, uh, same, I feel like same sort of oh. thing though for me, because truthfully, I haven't, uh, I haven't really picked up a lot with, uh, the old Xbox for a while. And Rude Boy and I need to sit down and <clears throat> try and play some City Skylines or something, but I don't have that game because the fancy edition where you get all the stuff is a hundred bucks. And I'm still waiting to get NHL 24, but I don't want to pay a hundred bucks for that. So I'm hoping Black Friday around the corner here. Hoping that it'll be be cheap i can pick that up maybe they'll have a a uh, sale for city skylines too and i could do that it would be really fun if we had a multiplayer for that but then again i also have a lot of states and a lot of roads that i need to drive in american truck simulator so there's that <clears throat> and and uh course flashing lights got uh, rude boy on that and nico's played uh, at the same time and uh now even even tanner picked it up and he's been busting people and i don't know if he's towing any cars yet though <clears throat> the last stream was was kind of a hit don't know if you're able to watch any of that. Uh, that was the, the one last. I, I haven't watched any more of it. Um, just just the small section where I make a cameo appearance. So, hey, I don't know if people know this, but yeah, we've we've started a new uh, a new playlist. On YouTube of, of these live streams, it is the triple B gaming playlist, so you can go back and check out all of the Kidder and Rude Boy Kyle streams, and every now and then, if you pay attention, you watch closely. <laughs> I sometimes, I, I sometimes am in the comments making you know snarky comments. Howard Blues has now entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to see your name popping up right at the top. I, you know, listen, I, I, I try to be supportive. I, I do not have the time necessarily, uh, to game with you guys. Um, so I, I, I try my best to at least, uh, be in on it. What I think we got to do though, Kidder, that maybe the next time that you guys stream like in the evening on a weekend, like after my kids go to bed, uh, what we should do is, is I'll have to come down, set it up. Maybe join your guys' Discord, because I know that's how you guys are chatting. And uh, that way people could hear my audio commentary. I could have it up, do that. I could sit here and paint, because that's what I would do. And and just, you'd actually get the audio snark uh, in real time. Mm -hmm. We could even one-up it, because, you know, we have this platform. <clears throat> and as you saw... In this uh, past week, I had the split screen rolling, and that one was kind of janky because 
of how I had to do it. But maybe there's a way with uh, with Twitch where I could take both of our feeds because you can co-stream now, however that looks. Add this underneath. Mm-hmm. 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 And have a paint cam going. Yeah, whatever you put up. That's that's probably what I would put up. Um, um, <clears throat> hey, 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 hey you, you want a fun, awkward confession? Well, this should be enlightening. Oh, this should be good. Well, since you mentioned the last stream being a little janky, um, I, I told you, you know, that I hey, I made a playlist. I made thumbnails for all the videos. There's an error on the thumbnail for mm. your guys' last stream. Mm. Great. <laughs> I'm guessing you didn't catch it, so I've, I've been waiting for a text, actually, since I noticed it. I'm like, ah, crap. Oh. <clears throat> and uh, Well, let's pull it up. Let's see. Unless he wants to just call himself out and get it over with. Oh, oh no, I... I I, I, I'm waiting to see your actual reaction to because you'll figure out exactly what I did right away, and it's it's kind of funny. So, hmm. Kidder is now looking. Yeah, apparently because it's not you know right at the top, so I gotta <clears throat> you gotta go down and figure it out, find it. No wonder we don't get any views because we're nowhere near the top. Ah, yes, the Farm Simulator 22. <clears throat> Very good. Yeah. Totally not the right game. Farmy, yes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yep. That's, uh, that's a good error on my part. For the audio listeners, uh, the graphic, because they were playing flashing lights, is this really nice graphic of a cop car. Fly, you know, jumping through the air. Looks very good. Put a title on the uh, thumbnail that happens to say Farming Simulator 22. <laughs> so, you almost made it. I almost made it, but uh, anyway, I'll, 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 I'll fix that. I just have not fired up the old graphic machine to <clears throat> make that happen. But I'll confess that was a that was a slip up on my part. Couldn't imagine why. Ah, you know. Not like I've had a lot on my mind lately. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah. Gitter, uh, I, I, you know, I was going to make this transition while you had the hockey game up, but uh, you know, I, I left a thing in there for us to do a hockey update. But whoo, um, got even worse since I turned it off. Ooh. And uh, what what was the score when you turned it off? It was five to one, not six to one. Ooh, how just uh, wow. very disappointing. How how about the Sioux? How are they doing? Well, they just uh, swept the Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs. There we go. There's some good news. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some good hockey mm -hmm. news. Mm-hmm. That's good. I was a. Uh, I saw they won Friday night. I was hoping that that continued on to Saturday night. So, 
Yeah. It's uh, it's amazing. I did not realize until I saw the thing on Facebook today that Duluth was all the way down to 18 rank. Because they've been really good the last few years. So that was quite the quite the decline. So that's yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I'm just listen. I'm just bringing it up because it's you know like. In pro hockey, you like, yes, you move up and down in the rankings, but it's kind of a gradual. It's like very rare that you just like, eh, you fall. And yet, like, college hockey, it's like every year is just vastly different. I that suppose, was, yeah. Uh, that was Howard's attempt at making conversation. Um, that didn't work. Uh, so let's maybe switch over to what we've been watching. I mean, it's apparently it's like the uh, the abs this year. <laughs> hey, we're gonna be good. We got a lot of stuff lined up. I, 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 well, I mean, I thought they were good. I thought we were having a, a good beginning to the season. Is it just exactly. has it turned? Has it has it turned while I've been not watching? Has it? Yeah. Are we going downhill? I mean, kind of, yeah. It's um, pretty disappointing at the moment. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, tonight sucks, but... Well, they also lost 7 nothing to Vegas last week. Okay, yeah, this does sound depressing. Let's stop talking about this. Let's talk about something positive. <laughs> Ah, the snow's pretty much melted. <clears throat> hey, yeah. I'm going to do some yard work tomorrow. If if my body lets me. And uh, what are you working your yard over for tomorrow? <clears throat> uh, I mean, mostly it's just picking up stuff that didn't get picked up before the snow fell. It's like we had cushions still on our lawn chairs and kids water table was out. So do some of that and might, uh, might find a few other little things might do, might put up a few of like the Christmassy decorations, not turn them on, but at least get them into place, you know, before the snow falls. I could also do that, but, uh, I like to wait until Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, look, I would normally agree with you, but knowing how my luck has been lately, I would like <laughs> your luck. <laughs> Take another sip. Just just take a sip. I, you need that sip. I mean, I'm down to really just kind of like the, the foam is what I got left in here. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I have some things like um, I just have some like solar powered net lights for like my four bushes out front. And like I can throw those on, put the solar panels in. I don't actually have to hit start on them. And they'll just be there, and at least the stakes are in the ground and ready to go. But Jake, what's really at stake here? Um, you know, nothing much. This podcast is pretty low risk. Probably, yeah. So I get her. I hinted at it at the top. Uh, I was watching uh, the Geo Wizard. He was back at it with some of his shenanigans uh this time it was a pair of videos as he 
uh, crossed Birmingham, the second largest city in the UK, all without using roads or following the canals. So made it through that. Um, you know, and I, I usually try and give a little bit of uh, how it was. The video was all right. Uh, it always amazes me for as much as he does this, how poorly his planning actually goes. You know, like he, he realizes at one point we're going to cross this canal. So he, he actually has, uh, it was his uncle this time who was helping bring him on an inflatable kayak. Totally forgets, though, that the last time he used this inflatable kayak, they put a hole in it. So it didn't want to inflate. <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> how? How do you not check some of this stuff? <laughs> so, That's it, dumb. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, really? It's it's just amazing in that sense of, of how much of that stuff happens to him along the way. And you're just like, you know, if I was serious about doing something like this, I, you'd think I would have enough forethought to, to truly figure out some of these, some of these things and be okay. The other thing again with this, uh, there was a lot of stuff that he did that was pretty illegal. So uh, my favorite bit uh, was he had a pub that they needed to cut through. And unfortunately, the fire doors, which were normally open uh, when he went through and tested it, were closed. So his uncle, who was the support staff, had to go into the pub, buy three pints, and then while the bartender wasn't looking, sneak over and open the fire escape doors so they could get in. I, <clears throat> I'm sorry. It just the uh, the other best part of it is in the first part uh, as they're cutting through kind of a storage area. They happen to buy this little hut, and there happens to be a security guard in there. So they, they may, you know, he locks eye contacts with the guy. So they take off running and the security guy comes out. Hey, hey, hey. You know, they, they like, they make this whole break for it and they get away and they act like it's the biggest thing. Uh, top comment was a guy like, hey, you didn't need to be scared of that security guard. He's my uncle. He recognized you. He was a big fan. <laughs> Wanted to say hi. <laughs> Good Lord. Some people, I, I, you know, I'm never going to find these videos not entertaining. And uh, hey, if you want to check some of these out, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes so that you too can watch this and go, huh, that's uh, that is interesting. Um, and hey, for once, get her with these. The, the big threat was not farmers, it was all fecal matter. Mm -hmm. That was like the whole last half of the second video was the dangers of fecal matter. So that's a little bit of a spoiler, but it's all right. I want to say it, but I don't want you to have to believe it. So Not, I, I mean, after the episode that came out this week, <laughs> hey, you need a break. 
there was there was a lot in this week's episode. I'm not gonna lie. Very likely, yes. Yeah. Uh but other than that, Kidder, I uh, watched uh, the wife and I have been once again catching up on The Lincoln Lawyer. We've been watching season two. It's not as good as season one. It's still okay and enjoyable, but it anytime it gets to something that like could be interesting, it's like it takes care of it right away. Like it sets up stuff and you're like, Ooh, this is going to be a big plot point for the season. And it's like the next episode is like, nah, we took care of it. It's like, well, okay. You know, it just, that has been what's kind of made this one just odd kind of throughout. Like the first one ends on a cliffhanger and it picks up with that cliffhanger and, you know, in the first episode, you're like, okay, this is going to be the, the arc of the season. And then it's like, no, it was really just the arc of like one, maybe two episodes. And that's it. And you're just like, huh? Uh, the episode we watched last night, we're nearing the end, but the episode we watched last night had probably the weirdest ending. Like, it got to a very big, dramatic, heavy point. And you're like, you could see that being the ending, but no, they came back and had like one slightly lighthearted scene. And then that was it. And you're just like, wait, that's where they're ending it. It was weird. Like my wife and I, we both turned and like, wait, what? It's over there. That sounds about right. <clears throat> Yeah, it was. I, I'm, I'm trying to think of like. Um, okay, you remember like the episode of uh, Star Trek where they're having kind of the trial about whether Data is a human. Yes, a measure property. of a man. If there he is go. a sentient being or property of the Federation. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine, you know, like they get through that big courtroom scene. You know, they, they've, they've delivered kind of their closing arguments. It's the big dramatic point. And then you get to the next scene and it's. Oh, like. You know, like the ship doing something cool. You know, like a, a nice flyby, like with some upbeat rock music. And it's just like, all right, we're having a good day on the Enterprise. Woo! And it's like, roll credits. No real conclusion to, like, what just happened. <clears throat> you know? It's like, mm -hmm. we just hit the heavy dramatic. And now we're doing a quick upbeat thing. And now there's the end credits. And you're just like... What? It was a miss. So, uh, still enjoying it. It's still a good show. I know I'm I'm kind of picking on it, but it, if you like a good courtroom drama with a bit of mystery, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, and then the other thing that we watched recently, actually, it was about a month ago. And I keep forgetting to 
talk about it, but uh, we watched Pixar's Elemental. Have you seen this one, Kidder? Have you no. checked this one out? No. Yeah. It, uh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, is it, though? You know, like, there's nothing super wrong with it. But at the same time, it's like some of the issues within it are just overly done. It's like we have to be overly dramatic about some of this stuff so that we actually have some drama in our in our story. It's like the the conflict in it is not strong enough to stand on its own. You know, so it's like it just it really struggles in with some of that and there's definitely some scenes throughout that it was like we did this because it looks pretty but not you know but it it, it serve yeah well i mean like they are they're beautiful visuals but it's like it doesn't again it doesn't do much it's it's just stalling and it's as i said like the the big problem the big problem actually really doesn't make sense um hey spoilers for elemental and i don't care if i spoil this for kidder because yeah so part of the the big issue that's in this is uh the fire town is suffering from one of the stores in fire town the main character's parents built has a, leak a lot of burnout yeah, more like flooding. But the leak is caused because Firetown is built along this spillway, this canal system that it happens from these boats that come through, spills a bunch of water over, supposed to go through the canal. But here's the thing. So they, they the to save the fire people, they built this gate to keep all of that water that spills over from going down this canal okay and the the like the big like haha revelation is like ha we found that this gate is broken and the water's coming through and they make a patch and the big climactic thing is that the, the patch doesn't hold and all this water comes through and floods the town the problem is kidder this is from an engineering sense who builds a giant tank with no drain to catch water and doesn't think eventually that's going to overflow. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Like, like that's the problem. There's, there's no outlet to it. So this, this tank, this, that catches all this water that spills over has no drain. And so throughout the rest of the movie, after they patch it, it's just filling and filling and filling and filling and filling and filling until we get the big flood. But that's a stupid engineering thing because anybody who designed this would have put in a drain system. And it's like, but they didn't think about that because they just wanted the visual of the flood at the end. People. It, yeah. So it, if you get past that, and I, you know, the plot holes and such, it's an okay movie, but it's not like, don't feel like you have to race out and see it. You know? Yes. Um, I'm not, I'm waiting. Hmm. So there you go. 
my my review of Elemental. What have you been watching, Kidder? Hmm. <clears throat> well, it's funny you ask. I, I didn't like, think it was that funny, funny, but yeah, yeah, it's funny. I uh, had time to watch something. So, Loki season two finale, episode six. I'm like, really? Again, I thought about having that whole <clears throat> rant again about how we don't have enough television, enough good television, make good television, do the thing, and uh, that would be great. But, um, eh. yeah, six episodes. The ending... I could see it being an ending, but at the same time, it shouldn't be an ending. Visuals are fantastic. Season two, I felt, was a lot weaker than season one, but still less episodes, so you can't get as vested, I feel. Makes sense. Makes sense. And thank Lord... <clears throat> that the writer's strike has basically been ended upon approval... So they can get back to making movies and television and everything. Finally get things rolling and maybe they will actually add some extra episodes onto things. Uh, what did you, uh, Kidder, did you see the whole uh, variety article about the MCU? I know it's popped uh, up in my news feed a bit, but I I don't think I did. Hmm. I'll uh I'll put a link in the show notes. By the time this comes out, I think most people have heard about it. But uh, Variety magazine put out a fairly uh, critical article about the MCU, basically talking about why things <laughs> why we're having so many problems with Marvel movies and why the audiences are moving away, and it. It has, uh, they covered a lot of different points in it. Everything from the fact that uh, Jonathan Majors, the individual who they set to play King the Conqueror, the next big villain, the next Thanos like Vizlin, uh, he's in some legal issues. And so that's, you know, puts like all of a lot of their plans in jeopardy. The fact that uh, the MCU production team has been more and more focused on fix it in post. And because they're fixing more things in post, their visual effects teams are running behind on stuff, which is why some of the CGI in the late, last few movies has not been great because they're under so much crunch because they're turning out so much stuff for Marvel that the VX teams just don't have time to finish it before they have to get on to their next project. And a lot of times they aren't even given a full, like, here's the script, here's the shots we need beforehand. So they're waiting until things have almost been filmed before they're starting on some of this. So they, they chatted about uh, that. Um, they talked about in there um, the fact that characters who probably would be uh, characters that would bring people to the theater, put butts in seats are being relegated to different kind of positions in their own movies because of 
again, different politics and ideologies and such. So like the example they use is uh, there was supposed to be uh, a Blade movie coming out. And, you know, there were a lot of people who were excited to see Blade in the, you know, MCU. Well, comes out that the character of Blade in the movie where he is the like title character was actually going to be, according to the script, the fourth main character. <laughs> he wasn't going he wasn't going to be the main character as the movie said he was going to be the fourth main character so hardly really in the movie and so like they talked about like how that's kind of been an issue with some of this and <clears throat> as i said people could read the full article but it's it, it's interesting because it it really does shine a light on maybe why this particular, um, I forget what phase, I think we're in what phase five of the MCU it isn't doing well. And it, it actually leaves, uh, the article ends with kind of a, a note that, you know, the MCU might be looking to bring back the original Avengers in order to save the MCU. And so you might have, you know, them having to bring back. Robert Downey Jr., well, at least the characters of Iron Man and Black Widow, you know, me, oh, possibly with the original actors, you know, possibly not. They don't want to shill out that kind of money in order to basically produce something that people want to see. So it was quite the article. Um, I haven't read all of it. I've just, I have listened to a lot of people talk about it. <laughs> so, but it's, uh, it's kind of interesting and it's interesting to see, you know, like again, with all of these mini series that they're doing, if they're not just putting out too much and therefore not quality. Also the Marvels, which is the new movie that debuted on Thursday, officially uh, number one, there's our, I heard arguments or saw articles about it that <clears throat> they were, saying the marvels was having the worst opening record for a marvel film in the history because loki's season two finale episode was released the same day and i'm like you can watch that at any time that's garbage to say that number one number two apparently the movie is good but a way that it was marketed to make it uh, look other ways than what it is, apparently, maybe caused it some grief. I plan on seeing it hopefully Tuesday. And then I can hopefully let you know if I actually do get to see it on Tuesday. I'll let you know what I think. But again... Um, I thought uh, that it might have been an, the article that was discussing how the minor character films uh, made into series on Disney Plus were what killed the MCU. Because I've seen an article about that. Yeah. No, and this this one only touched on it as in too much for like the via you know the, the visual effects to keep up. It was kind of more of the issue, which is 
kind of why they get into like some of the visual effects not being as as stellar as they have been. It is just Disney needs more visual effects artists, apparently. So, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely is a lot of Marvel content, and I do think that they could benefit from maybe slowing their role just a little bit. It's kind of like, you know, what we see with wrestling. There's now so much wrestling content that the more they add, and you think that's a good thing, the more like, well, yeah, there's good stuff, but there's a lot more filler that we have to put in. And it's stuff that we don't necessarily think through quite as well. So I think it's a little bit of that might be affecting the MCU. So um, I think there was also an argument within there about just the fact that they've kind of gone through all of like the brand name Marvel heroes and now you're into the extended universe and it just doesn't have quite the name recognition. It's kind of like what happens with the comics, right? You have your mainline comics and those do well, but then you have your, your like, Characters that are heroes, but they're kind of more side characters and really probably can't carry a book on their own. And I think you're running into some of that, too. So, yeah, but. Yeah, but yeah. hey, I mentioned I mentioned wrestling. I, I, I see you got some WWE shocking moments to talk about. Apparently, apparently they're shocking. Kevin Owens was suspended on the show SmackDown there because he's on SmackDown now he was suspended for because uh, he was on commentary wearing a tie that he said that he stole from Nick Aldis the new GM and <clears throat> made it to the end of the show and then Austin Theory and Grayson Waller were out there because apparently they're buddies again and uh, they poured water on him and so he went after him, and then he ended up stuttering Grayson Waller, and uh, got called into the into the back, I guess, to get suspended. Also, uh, as you remember from our wrestling review, that Kari Sane is back and has aligned herself with Damage Control. They had a a match with Bianca Belair. Charlotte Flair and Asuka versus Damage Control, the three who aren't injured right now. And the surprising turn of events at the end, Asuka turned on Bianca and Charlotte and has joined Damage Control as she and Kari Sane had been previously partnered as a tag team in NXT. So now damage control is supposed to be the new bloodline, but women. I mean, I'm all for a faction, but why did it have to be damage control? Like, I like I like the people who are on damage control. I just wish they'd change that name. Now even more, now that Asuka's on it. <laughs> damage control alt delete. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <clears throat> so there is that. Uh, what else was 
was shocking. Um, Santos Escobar turned on the LWO and beat up Rey Mysterio. Uh, you remember me discussing that at the pay-per-view, sorry, premium live event, how he left the brass knuckles on the side of the ring. Yep. Yeah, called it. Kalito came out and lit that fuse. Mm. So hopefully nice. Kalito will join the LWO. <clears throat> yeah. Could be good. Those are really the big things from this week's uh, period of wrestling. WWE. Uh, specifically. Because we already talked about um, Rey Mysterio losing the United States Championship. <clears throat> On the yeah. wrestling review show, which you can watch now, five weeks later or whatever. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, on uh, on that shockingly unshocking wrestling recap, uh, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. And uh, I don't know how much longer my back can hold out uh, <laughs> through all of this. So we should probably wrap this show up with some cheap plugs so I can go lie down and hopefully recover. Well, we can sure do that for you. <clears throat> so how cheap could they get? Well, beerbluesbs.com is our website, beerbluesbs.com. Other than that, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. Again, streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. Both of those sites, we have merch. We have it available for you, and you can support us here at the show. Uh, even if you want to sponsor the show, we can say this show brought to you by Insert Your Business Here. That would be great, too. could do that. Uh, all that info, beerbluesbs.com or streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. If you don't want to even, you know, sponsor us officially, you can subscribe for a dollar a month. Help us keep the show going every day, every month, doing the thing to help you be entertained. Are you not entertained? You can help us answer that question. Beerbluesbs.com, contact us or... Go to streamlabs.com slash beer blues PS and subscribe today. The other way you can help us is by subscribing to our channels. That is uh, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, TuneIn, Stitcher, IMDb, Player FM, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube Podcast. Subscribe to all of them if you have an account. That would be awesome of you. And, you know, thumbs up for videos. Smash that sub button down there. We'd really appreciate it. So please, help us help you. More entertainment. More that you help get us out there. Local Geek can't be the only one supporting this show. Let's be honest here. So help us, beerbluesbs.com and streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. I mentioned all the sites. You can get our audio versions or the video version on YouTube. Watch, listen, share. That would be great. Please and thanks. And uh, finally, 
Uh, Killer Kidder Show available on Spotify. You can listen to my personally curated playlist of thousands of songs that will make your life even better. So, for all of that, uh, give Howard a quick glancing blow for the final thoughts. Well, I... yeah, he, again, I should be more prepared for final thoughts. Uh, hey, here's one, Kidder. This was this was kind of funny. Uh, you know, Junior was down here working with us, and at one point he got bored helping with the sump pump, and he, of course, found the uh, the atom, and he had to come and show. He's like, he's like, Dad, Dad, it's got a bottle now, and uh, why does it have a bottle? He was. It, it was it was cute. So there you go. One last dose of cuteness before the day is out. <clears throat> yeah. There you go. Good stuff. Okay. Having said that, it's time to get on out of here. So please, please join us on the next episode. And Lane, if you uh, made it to this part, thanks. Appreciate that. And please join us on the next one, too. Uh, we will catch you on the next episode. Remember to keep your glass loose half full. There's free beer tomorrow, and we will catch you on down that fire burning Tuscan Highway. Have a great one, and we'll see you on the next episode of Beer, Blues, and BS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying something new. Okay. If you look real close at what I have behind me, you can see that it's 3 nothing in the wrong direction after one period. So I'm trying something. I'm putting it on, maybe partially out of shame, but with you here and possibly seeing glimpses of this, they have to turn it around. It can't be like Vegas a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, well, uh, the if it makes you feel better, Kidder, uh, as I try to make sure my camera's in a good spot, uh, I, I once again re- reverted my desk back to painting desk mode. So you're actually off over here. So to actually see you, I have to turn and look. So it's not like it has been the last, you know, like two months, three months where it's been like right in front of me. Hmm. So Hmm. do what you will with that knowledge.
Unfortunately, my kids were down here and they messed with my camera. Okay. <laughs> so that's good, good tweak it now. So, fine, I'll mute it. <laughs> <laughs> then I can actually listen to you. Figures. Well, good sir. Uh, now, now that we definitely have something behind the curtain. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> you uh, want to just hit it hard, get it going, get it done? I may have nothing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> nothing but sadness. <laughs>